Well, I reckon Man, where you are we? folks and you got us out here. Running to the wrong part of town. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> out here in the West, out yonder. Got us out we here. We don't like you color folks a going wherever you want. A sundowner? I think so. Please. <laughs> <laughs> See what it was like at some point where we had less less order in the country. <laughs> See here now, boy. What we gonna do here <laughs> is have ourselves a good old fashioned lynching. All right now. Oh, yes, Johnny, we're in the wild, wild is west. Is that where we're going? <laughs> we are in the wild, wild, wild west. west. We just wanted to set this. We just wanted to see what it felt like when our before we had like uh, quote unquote civility in this country because. It feels like we might be going back there. It kind of feels like 2020. Yes. 1820. It feels like 2020. <laughs> 1820. 1720 even. I'm like, where are we Pick going one. as a nation? We have we got we got kidnapping plots going on and people who are like threatening civil war. Like what what is happening? I saw this white man with these big old hoop earrings, you know, when they like stretch their earlobe out and everything. And he said, I am tired of being a slave to wearing a mask. I mean, these these people really think, yes, they really think that they are they are being treated like slaves. That's what they think. Because somebody said, yo, you got to wear a mask because there's a a sickness going on. They think it crazy. Just crazy. Don't even make no damn sense. It's crazy. Yeah. No. Got the dog barking yonder back here. <laughs> Hush now, Snoopy. Hush now. I just, it, it just feels like, yeah, we were just, I don't know what's happening. I don't, I mean, these, like I said, the threats to like kidnap governors and the threats of civil war, not even the threats of kidnapping, of the the planning to do so. Um, what, what was going to happen after they kidnapped this governor? Like, they were going to kill her. I mean, my imagination can run wild and just imagine. But was that their plan, just to, like, kidnap her and seriously, like, a- assassinate her? That, that was their plan. They were Because they, they were even, they have the audio of them, and they're saying, one guy is like, what's the point of even kidnapping her? Why don't we just walk up to a door and cap her? <sighs> so... You know, <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I don't really know where to go with this. And, and for that one plot that was spoiled how many more are brewing and what are other people out there doing and then these people who are like seriously threatening civil war like what where is this civil war supposed to take place do they imagine that people are going to go meet them out in a field somewhere and they're going to like i don't know load their muskets and have a shootout like how is this civil war supposed to take place or are these people just going to be out in the streets just like randomly shooting at people who look like they might be on the left how is this going to take place a lot of these people are kind of insane. I think a lot of them have not seen war, especially a civil war. You know, so they're, they're claiming this is what they want. But, right. man, they're fighting a losing battle. Well, what should be a losing battle if we had a normal president. But now that we don't, mm-hmm. it's just gotten to the point of bizarre. 
and uh, I don't know. I don't know, but you know that's that's why people getting strapped. But I mean, you at this point in time, you have to be prepared. You can't take anything for granted. So like you know. I, I still try to maintain my hippie aspirations. We, we have a garden out back. We're starting our, our winter gardening right now. But we, <laughs> I'm, I'm Wild West. collecting seeds and making sure that we know how to, like, grow food if we need to. Wild Wild West. at the same time, I'm also... <laughs> I am also shopping for ammo because it's really hard to come by right now and really expensive. So, you know, I'm just, a, I'm a little bit hippie and a little bit strapped. Wild, wild west is what I'm hearing <laughs> from is. you right now. That's, this is, you're growing your own food. Right. You know, you got your garden in the back. Mama got two kids and a shotgun. Wild, wild west. <laughs> That's basically where we are right now. I'm just, I'm just gonna be prepared. I'm not gonna be caught unprepared. That's what I'm saying. No, I hear you. I hear you. Look, man, I um, I, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like I said, instead of buying a gun, I bought a gold chain, and I don't know if that was the best move. But you know, <laughs> uh-huh. I think I may. I, now I'm reconsidering. Like maybe I should have got the gun. I still can get one, but. I just, I don't know. I never wanted to be that to be part of my aura, you know? It's, I know. I, I never thought it. it would be for me. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. thought that we lived in a, a relatively stable nation. But I think I think what this is teaching all of us is that, like, there's no guarantees. And, like, we are one presidential election away from being, like, a developing nation, from being the Middle East or a poor country in Africa that's, you know, fighting corruption and it could be us like empires fall you know oh yeah no this has definitely been a time when you can see that empires fall and uh we're like one step away from being a dictatorship you know if this dude wins he's mm -hmm. gonna be unleashed unleashed you know yeah yeah and it's funny that like the the people who support him and claim to be so in love with america and so committed to the american ideals and Um, wanting to uphold the Constitution, are the same people who um, turn a blind eye when he says things like he he's not guaranteeing that there will be a a peaceful transition of power if he loses. Like that goes against all the ideals of our country and all of the years that this country has been around and we've gone from liberal to conservatives to progressives and leadership. Um, There's always been a peaceful transition of power. And this dude has like definitively said like, yeah, it might not be this time. And those who support right. him are just like, yeah, okay. Right. I don't understand yeah. how we got here. Like, the hypocrisy in their beliefs, first of all, is just, like, staggering. Um, and I don't understand yes. how he is their, like, beacon of the American dream. I don't, uh, this dude, like, is not smart. He's a liar. He's, I don't even consider him charismatic. Like, I find him pretty offensive and he's a simpleton all all his speeches are very simplistic and he just rambles all over the place the funny thing is but you you said it right like okay if you're going to pick your dictator your leader your messiah to today's age your your number one pick is going to be donald trump like the dude from the apprentice the the guy who did a cameo in home alone you know like 
the guy, the guy who just sleeps with Playboy models and everything and, and, and porn stars, like that's that's your messiah, that's your guy. He's the one who you think is going to stop prostitution rings and 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 kill all like you know pedophiles and stuff. Like he damn near one himself. He likes young women. Yeah. He kisses his daughter. Like I mean, oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's so much that you can go on. Is like, what's wrong with y'all? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we got here. I don't know how we got here. But um, yeah, it is like the Wild West. But um, yeah. So I mean, for all of you out there, collect your seeds. Um, know how to grow them, and uh, yeah. protect yourself. Yeah, definitely. Be a little hippie. Be a little strapped. Be a little hippie. Be a little strapped. I'm gonna have some of this mutton. You know, out here in the West, we eat mutton. <laughs> some mutton chops. So. Oh my God! I- I'm gonna just go ahead and um, have this cactus salad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not eating the mutton yet, but I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and chop up this cactus. Need a little cactus salad. <laughs> right here, partner. We ready. How's your mutton? Dry. I think it's starting to turn. Dry. Enjoy that. There's a, a uh, hole uh, back behind that uh, bush over there that you can use if you need to. So. I might have to. How, how's that cactus salad? <laughs> it, it's delicious. It's full of cactus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. All of this is is hard to swallow as today's politics. Right. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so this president, we have an unqualified president right now who, by all accounts, is unqualified, came in completely unqualified for leadership. And could still win. And could win again. Like half the country approximately is still confident in this person's leadership um, somehow. But it begs the question... What should the qualifications be for president of the United States? Because right now the qualifications are that you are a natural born citizen, that you are 35 35 years old, and that I think that you've spent like 14 years like as a resident in the country. So you can't have lived someplace else your whole life and then shown back up. So pretty pretty much no qualifications. Pretty much no qualifications. Very, very minimal qualifications. So, I mean, the question is, does that need to be changed? I mean, it's yes. going to be a, a big hurdle to get over to change that. But do yes. we need to? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's the 100%. answer, huh? That, that's, that's the very short answer. I think, I think it's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. I teach people. Okay. So well, what I, was your opinion? My opinion, I'm not 100% sure that it should be changed or it's not enough. Oh, I, I'll tell you 100%. You're 100% wrong, though, because any job you have, any job, mm-hmm. you have to have qualifications for that are beyond you had to live here for 14 years and, and you got to be or a certain age. Beyond right. those two things, you need qualifications right. for any job. 
but to yeah. run the whole goddamn country. You don't need anything but that. It doesn't make okay. sense. Yeah. It does not make sense. I teach kids. I, mean, I teach theory. approximately. So I'm saying in theory. Yes, I get that. Like there, there should be some qualifications, but in practice, I think there's something beautiful about the fact that it is a country ruled by the people and that anyone can step up and present themselves and their, uh, not necessarily their formal qualifications to be president, but they can, they can submit an agenda and submit themselves to the people and say, I would be honored to be in this position of leadership. And if they can present a, a portfolio of ideas and present their, their innate qualifications for the position, that they should have the opportunity to lead. So in theory, I think that is great. And I think maybe hundreds of years ago, that probably was okay. Um, and considering where we are now with the current occupant of the White House, it seems like the only thing you need to do is have like a certain amount of charisma to sway enough people in order to be in the position, which is problematic. But at the same time, I'm always worried about that slippery slope of there being um, a hurdle so high that the average person can't ascend to the office. So you have to be careful. Just because I'm putting qualifications on a job does not mean any free thinking person cannot be president. It's just you got to pay your dues, okay? Mm -hmm. You should have at least, at least four to eight years experience. I would probably go eight to 12 years, but you should at least have four to eight years of government experience, okay? Um, if you're going to run, if you want to run a country, the biggest country, uh, one of the biggest, most powerful countries in the world, uh, one that they say is leader of the free world, Negro, you need to have some education. I want you to have a high school diploma. I want you to have a college degree and maybe a master's degree if you're going to run for president. They can call it the leaders. No, it's being smart, okay? You need to know the job before you run for president. Now, I will substitute master's degree for government experience, but I don't want anybody who's just a, because you made it and you're a celebrity, because you're Kanye West and you can make a hot beat, because you're Donald Trump and you can have a TV show when you're pretending like you're a boss. I don't want any of those people ever, 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 ever again running for president. It's disastrous. I mean, it will fold your nation. You're you're right. I, I agree. It is disastrous, and it that definitely should not be. We shouldn't be in this position. However, I know that the rich and the elite can create the qualifications they need in order to be eligible. And so that is my concern. The rich and the elite always find a way around the system. Just like Donald Trump has gone through school, and like all of these accusations, which are probably true, are coming out about you know people being paid to take tests for him or to like support him in his admission. I mean, you look at all this scandal that has happened in the last couple of years with all these like rich parents basically paying for their kids to get spots in these Ivy League schools. And so the rich and the elite always find a way to circumvent the qualifications. And what happens is like those who don't have those resources then are left behind with regards to opportunity. And so that's why I'm like, there is something that is beautiful about the fact that anyone can hold the position like you don't have to have you don't have to have a certain level of qualifications that are only that are only available to certain people or that are more readily available to certain people Look. now I, I do recognize that we fall into the position we're in now where we got like <laughs> idiots who are <laughs> i'm, I'm who not are willing to power. risk this yeah. again i'm not willing to risk this again no look mm -hmm. 
the rich and the elite, yes, they can do it. But you know what? As you were saying again, you want the people to be able to have a voice in this whole thing. It's the people who vote these kind of people win. We people are voting the rich and elite in regardless. Okay, so that doesn't really make a difference to me at this point. If you start looking at if people if people start paying more attention to politics on a community level and a local level and a state level, you will start getting more of the people that you want up there instead of these bozos that we got in there right now, like Mitch McConnell and stuff who've been in there forever. You need a limit. You need a limit. Uh, Senate and Congress term limits, and um, presidents. Yeah, they need to have government experience in order to get in. And yes, you need to have some education. I ain't, okay. Four years of college, at least four years of college. Give me that. So you running the whole country? You can't do four years of college if you want to run the whole country. Four years of college? <laughs> That's all I'm asking. You're going to do two that. years community and two years at your local college, which is going to be cheaper tuition anyway. There's ways that we can all get in there and do it. We come from nothing, all right? And when we did it, you know, it's other people in our family come from nothing and are doing it. You know, like, it's, it's, it's never going to be a completely fair system because this isn't a country that was built on fairness. But... Let's use some common right. sense and get people in there who are educated and not people who are common like Donald Trump, who never had any government experience and now is running the country like a TV show. I mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I get that. I, I don't I don't object <laughs> to what you're saying. I just I'm always concerned about putting rules in place that ultimately are going to em further empower the wealthy and the elite and disenfranchise those who don't have access. And so that's my only concern. But how does that further I, empower I, I, them? I agree with term limits. No, I think when you have rules in place that people can circumvent with, with money and power, then that further empowers those people. So someone who doesn't have the same access, I mean, like, like I said, someone can basically cheat their way into getting a degree or cheat their way into having like certain experiences or buy like lower elections so that they have the government experience, um, even if they're not necessarily qualified. Yeah, but if so, you... So, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I I have concerns about that. And I do, in theory, like the idea that anybody can hold this office. Um, however, I do believe in term limits. A couple things you said. I believe there should be no position, no elected position in this country should be a lifetime appointmentship. And you should not be able to run forever. Like, there should be limits on everything. I Even judges. I believe that we should dismantle the electoral college. The electoral college, huh? I said, even judges. Yeah. Yes, even ju everyone. Like, the Supreme Court judge. Why? Like, I mean, why should we have, like, Reagan-era Supreme Court judges just because they live to be 110 years old and never, like, leave the bench? <laughs> why should we have someone who was, like, put on the Supreme Court, like, 30 years ago? That time has passed. Like, we've gone on and elected new people. The country's changed. They should not still be on the bench. You put in your whatever it is, eight years, however long it, it should be. You know, we could talk about it, see what makes the most sense. And then you move on to something else. If you want to stay in politics, go run for some other office. But you should not sit in the same chair for 30 years. No one should no. do that. It's like we no. left. We left the system of government in Europe. We, meaning as a country, left that system and then, like, we kept bits and pieces of it that, to me, corrupt the system. Like, the, <laughs> these lifelong yeah. appointmentships to, you know, certain positions. Or developing so much power in a position and so much influence. Like a Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell is, like, he has completely undermined our democracy. But, like, he has a stronghold in his state just because of familiarity. And, and power and money in those areas as well. He should be gone. You put in your time now, yeah. go. Like you, you are dismantling our democracy. You should not still be around. Yeah. Um, electoral college needs to go. 
It should yes, be I agree. one person, one vote. Like not this weird waiting system that was put into place for the sole purpose of empowering slaveholding states. Regardless of what anybody says, the whole point of the Electoral College was to maintain the power of slaveholding states. Has to go. One person, one vote. That's it. So, all those things I agree with. I'm still on the fence about whether or not we should have stipulations on who can run for office, president and all. I, I would hope that I'm going to have to kick you smarter. over that fence. <laughs> I'm still, you know, whatever. I, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. I'm like, I feel like everyone should have access to the to the position. So. It, it, this is a, a thing where I think if you want it, you can get it. We can get education. You can get your two years of college. You can go to the local college and get your ed- and f- fulfill your bachelor's degree, and then you can go and run for governor or whatever. You know, whatever local election, build your way up. So by the time you get to the presidential part, my whole point, mm-hmm. my whole point is that by the time you get up there, your track record is already there and what you're about. And you got to stand on it. I don't care how rich or how poor you are. We, yes. They're going to have things they can say good yeah. about you, things they can say bad about you. And and that's what needs to be done. But when you mm-hmm. get some bozo like this who has no experience, just talk trash and, and made his career or in politics off of saying that Obama's from Kenya, like this is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. Sorry. Right. Yeah. They need experience. Any school. I got to go through more education to become a teacher. And I only teach, what, at most 30 kids at a time? Uh, yeah. Throughout the whole day, maybe like 200-something kids? Negro, you in charge of a whole nation. You don't have right. any experience? Like, that's why people are looking at him in other countries. That's why Putin and other world leaders look at him and laugh. Because they're like, he has no idea what he's doing. None. And now they're starting to just bridge him out. They're just starting to build a wall around America. Like, keep your stuff. We don't need you if this is your leader. It's a bad look. Because it's a dumb idea. Don't work. Yeah, it's, it's ironic that like um, we <laughs> it's ironic that this president built his platform on building a wall to keep out Mexicans um, like that. That was basically one of his major like shining points was I'm going to build this wall to keep out Mexicans. And now here we are a couple years later and it's like the rest of the world has basically built walls to keep us out yeah kind of odd yeah. isn't it how that happens uh, <laughs> just you know it's it's what happens when you have a dumbass lead in the country that is true that I cannot argue <laughs> with <laughs> yeah. and on that note <laughs> let's go take a stroll let's go where do we take it from here? Rhinestone suits and new shiny cars. It's been the same way for years. We need to change. Somebody told me when I came to Well, what did we learn here today? Well, we learned that um, you got to be a little hippie and you got to be a little strapped right now. <laughs> I'm a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, the, what we learned is that the world is unpredictable. Life is unpredictable. And even when you think that things are stable and you're in a pretty good situation, um, 
you just gotta be prepared because you never know what's gonna go on. You never know what's gonna happen. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Maybe we have to rethink the way we uh, formulated the rules around this country <laughs> to yeah. make sure that we can. Um, I mean, you you can never fully, I think, prepare for what the future has to offer. But obviously, when the country was founded, we had a, a much different existence, and so the way the rules are written then don't necessarily account for what we have going on right now, what we need to be prepared for right now. So it might be time to like just revisit and revise some things. We might need some constitutional amendments. Uh, we might just need, we need some revisions. We need some updates. This is a whole different world it's, than when the founding fathers like, you know, set out the constitution. It's funny because we're still living off of rules that they had when they had slaves. But they still hold this paper as this a document that's like, you know, and they hold this paper up as a document of like, no, this is how things should be. And it's taking this for them to finally look at it like maybe we need to change some things. Yeah, dummy, you think? You think? <laughs> it's time. It's time for an upgrade. It's time for America 2.0. I mean, come on. It's not that difficult. It's not that hard. You just got you just got to stop being so stubborn. This is the problem with people. People are so stubborn and resistant to change. Any kind of change, even if it's the best thing for them, they're so resistant to it. And right. you know, I don't know. I'm at a loss with them. I'm just gonna stroll down this damn country road and go. Yeah, no, the problem I think right now is that everything is so polarized. You can't even get people to like sit down and make like reasonable decisions. Like everything is just like, oh, that's that that's what the, your side says, so I'm not going to agree with it, even if it makes perfect sense, you know. So like, we need to come to a point where we can like sit down and at least be reasonable with each other and be like, this makes sense. This is for the the great the betterment of our country. Well, that side needs to go to the other. Side. They need to get away from the table because they can't even get they can't even get along with each other right now. That side is infighting with each other. You have Republicans who hate Trump and then Trump Republicans who hate everybody. So right. why don't all of them just go to their own little bubble of hell and boiling right. water and just sort that shit out. And when they come back to normal <laughs> or reasonable, might I say, then we can Meet talk again. The table. Yeah, them the, the even, them, the evangelicals, uh, the, the Lincoln Project, all the people who still say, no, I'm Republican, I'm Republican, you know, and I want family values and all. Cool. Go to, go to that little wooden table you got over there and you're not allowed to talk. So another eight years. I don't want to sleep in four more years. Another eight years. You get your stuff together. You're in timeout. They're in timeout, man. They they have lost their freaking mind. Get me out of this wild, wild west.